I'm doing great. Chris, this is the third time in like eight days that we're talking. So it's just uh, can't go wrong there. I know, man. It's been awesome. Uh, it's been cool, too. We were talking a little bit pre-game about uh, or pre-show here about these midweek matches and not having to play on the weekends. I get a lot of stuff done on the weekends. It's kind of fun, actually. I I didn't think I was going to like these matches being on Thursday and Fridays, but uh, here it is. We had one Thursday win um, for for the boys, 3-2. Uh, came out attacking, which I think everybody was like begging for. Uh, looked a little different. Um, still not great. I mean, shaky in the defense, um, but pulled it out. Uh, played okay, uh, Eddie. Any um, kind of tactics you want to go over there? What did you see with the boys? Not really tactics. Not really tactics wise, but they had to answer after the showing they had against Real Madrid, particularly in the second half. So they kind of had to show something, um, and they did for the most part. Um, I'll bit defensively. We still don't know what's really happening. I, I guess it was unfortunate the penalties we gave up, but it still looked good for the most part. There's still an issue there about us go, uh, retreating back into our shell in the second half. Um, we haven't really seen it that much this season because we normally don't score in the first half and we're more attacking in the second, but um, Lopetegui had to make changes to combat that. So if there was anything, we still haven't figured out a way to, um, you know, try to combat against a team coming at us out in the second half and trying to win back the game um, instead of just being cautious. It's still something that needs to be coached out. But um, for the most part, we we finished the game well. It was still a bit nervy as as it is. We're always suffering uh, till the last minute, but we pulled through with the th- three points that we really needed. Sorry for to Levante, they needed three points as well, but I mean, hey, y'all had all season. Yeah, it was kind of strange, man. Like, I don't know. I mean, early on, you know, they come out. They actually had first chance on goal, I think, uh, pretty early on. Um, but then, you know, we came out, did pretty well. Uh, Acampos, I mean, maybe his best game of the year. What do you think? I two assists on the day. I mean, that's amazing in itself. Uh, Acampos assisting folks, but uh, maybe his best game of the year. I mean, 
that first cross to Corona, um, where he put it on a dime, it was a very low driven cross between two defenders. I, I watched it, uh, you know, on replay today before the show. And I was amazed at how he got that cross off because it, he didn't have a lot of space to get it off. And then he just, just a perfect pinpointed pass to uh, Jesus Corona, who, you know, gets his first goal uh, with Sevilla. Congratulations to Tecatito with his first goal. And um, man, just gorgeous play all around there. And then Acampos again later on, uh, assisting Corona on, a, on his second. Uh, so Corona getting two goals here, his first and his second with the with the team. So, uh, what do you think about Acampos' play today? No, it was it was good to see. Um, he hasn't had a lot of confidence on goal over the last couple of months. Um, he'll have a He'll score a goal every now and then, but it's like you get the sense that he's just not confident. Um, a lot of misses, a lot of uh, mistimed runs. Um, and so to see him bounce back in this game, um, you would not believe. Um, or you, you, There's no indication that he may be, may be out of form or uh, not in a, a great headspace when it comes to that. Uh, and it wasn't, like, like you said, it, it's kind of odd to see um, two really good assists from Ocampos. Um, he's normally the one that likes to likes to take it. I mean, it's kind of like what we saw with Rafa Mir at the end of the game against Granada uh, when he was just kind of like dishing the ball to everybody after he scored his goal. He's like, all right, I'm going to try and get these three or four other players to score as well. Um, and I don't know. I got the sense that he settled into the game more. And that was, that was promising. That was good to see. It, it felt even though he wasn't the one scoring it, like he was benefiting the team and it's like, okay, like that's positive steps in the right direction for him. And I know that the three of us have all been pretty low on him over the last couple of months um, at various points. So it's good to be talking about him as a net positive for this team, you know, at least in this game against Levante. Yeah. I mean, he, when he got the second assist, he actually went tied for the team league with four assists uh, until Rakitic got his fifth assist later on in the game. So Kind of weird that we're talking about a cop who's leading the team in assists there for well, briefly, but I mean, it was happening. He was tied with uh, Jesus Corona and, and uh, Rakitic on four there for a bit, which is kind of scary for a team that's now, what, 33 matches in. Our league, our, our team leader has only got five assists. It's, that's a bit nerve wracking there in a way. What do you think? I mean, the fullbacks aren't. I mean, we're not scoring that many goals. That's that's the main issue there. Our, our player statistics aren't really all that great, to be honest. Um, and also, Suso's injured, so you're not going to get those assists, right? Um, but honestly, I had really given up on Ocampos being a, a provider because um, we haven't really seen it from him. He doesn't look for that option first, obviously. And in this game, it was just... He was in a different headspace. Um, so, and a bit more confident. So, for him to like dribble into the box like that to run, to run at those defenders to deliver that cross, it was, I think he was even struggling to do that in, in the last few games. Um, we thought he was working his way back at the end of, uh, at the end of 2021, but he just reverted back to this form. But, um, and that was definitely good to see. Um, good on Tecotito to finish because he has had chances in the past as well. Um, it just wasn't there for him. Um, 
and great touch on the second goal. Um, perhaps he was fortunate on that first touch, but I mean, with him, he normally yeah. takes great touches. So you could say he probably meant that as well. But then the lob was phenomenal. Was just, phenomenal, yeah, right? Just gorgeous goal. Brilliant. Um, um, but yeah, defensively, um, perhaps they made up for the uh, the missed call on Ocampos' handball against Real Madrid. So it's like, okay, we're not going to let them get away with it this time. And I mean, it was it was clear. There's probably they're probably looking at a possible offside there. I think was by the VAR check, but I guess that was a handball. It was unfortunate, but yes, arms shouldn't have been there. Well, the rules are rules, right? The rules are rules. Yeah, it's hard to it's hard to take that one because there's like there's nothing he could have done, right? Like maybe put your hands in a in your pants pockets or something. But I mean, yeah, his hands up, but he not not intentional, I don't think. But it did hit his hand. It was a goal scoring opportunity, clear penalty. Uh, Morales nails that one. Uh, we get a bit lucky later on when. Acuna clearly pulled the guy backwards. Uh, it looked it looked worse in live Light, action. Yeah, I mean, it looked worse in live action than it did when you when you actually slowed it down. It was like okay, he he, he tugged him, and then the guy took like two steps and then fell down. Once he felt, like, oh yeah, he did foul me, so let me get a penalty here. So, um, and then Morales missed that one and. Uh wow. I, you know, I was re-watching the, the highlights today and I saw that Bono almost saved that first Morales penalty too. He got his he got his mitt to it and just uh couldn't keep it out. But um the second one goes wide, Sevilla's looking okay, two one. Um going into the half. We made some interesting substitutions, I thought, early on in that second half, and we brought off brought off Jesus Navis. Um and also Jean Zidane came off where Delaney came on, and I thought Delaney was injured. I, I was really surprised to see him make the squad because I thought he was done for the year. I thought we had heard that, but whatever happened, he's back, he's playing, and it, it seemed like we lost a little bit defensively there, and maybe that's when we actually went kind of backwards. Montiel, um, Montiel got a yellow card pretty early in that uh, appearance, like ten minutes, less than 10 minutes after he came on, and – it just seemed a little, seemed like you had a little lull there. Uh, even the game kind of got a little mm. down for a while. Mm. Um, and then later on, uh, Rafamir and Oliver Torres came on, uh, and Nesri came off, Papa Gomez, Papu Gomez came off. Uh, actually, we won a game today, or not today, but Thursday, we won a game with Papu not really having to do much. I didn't think he was involved too much in this game, but um, we actually won. And maybe his presence is all we need for us to actually play well uh, for a change, at least at, you know the attacking side of the thing. Uh, I thought Inezri was very active uh, running around. but Very active. Well, what else is there to say about it? Like he just not, whiffed. He whiffed on that one shot. Oh that was God, that was embarrassing. He just sent it, <laughs> sent it through the roof. Basically, I just I don't know what happened there. It's he, he, he kicked it the other way. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just <laughs> it went like 
It's like parallel one. That didn't even go up. That, gets... that didn't even go up for a goal kick, did it? That was a throw in. Like he sliced it that bad. That it, it was honestly, I think it was a throw in, wasn't it? Like my golf swing. <laughs> I. That's where it's... he's at right now. It is. That's where he's at right now. That's sad. I, and and the worst part is, is that I really like him as a player. Like he's fun to watch. It. He's like, I. There's nothing really about him that I just don't enjoy. But it's just like. Come on, get back in form. Like we know you can do this. We know you can play well. And you, yeah, it's it's tough. It's tough. And and you look back on the season that he's had, and I don't know how you justify keeping him in the role that he's in now. I mean, even even in uh, Champions League, um, he was like he he wasn't performing well, but he was also there were parts where he was just downright detrimental to the team. I think he gave up two penalties in the Champions League, didn't he? Um, got a red card for <laughs> well, flopping. Well, got the red card for flopping. Yeah, yeah. and 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 it was and so like I don't I don't know like it's it's tough. I he's going to be a player that when he goes, it'll be bittersweet. Um, and I don't know I don't know if we'll get rid of him. I don't know if we if if he'll be with us next season. But whenever he does go, it'll it'll be bittersweet because what could have been and and he just seems like a likable player. Like he seems like a likable guy. Maybe um, he gets it back in the summer. I mean, maybe he needs. Maybe. A- Maybe he needs he gets healthy and gets it back in the summer. I mean he scored twenty something goals for this yeah. team last year. So maybe he'll be uh you know, sticking it to get a hat trick in Cincinnati against the US men's national team when they play that friendly. <laughs> yeah. Maybe so. Um you know I thought the the game really changed in the eighty fifth minute. So, so before, prior to that we got our third goal. So after Morales missed, you know, we we went up three uh, 3-1 off of Kunde's massive header off of the corner, right, with uh, Rakitic taking it. And holy snikes, I wanted to say something else there. But uh, <laughs> Kunde, man, with the power header, just it, we, we've seen it coming. Uh, you know, we've seen this coming, right? He's missed him just wide before. And um, his first goal of the season, actually, uh, with that one, coming off the post and getting in the back of that. So just good for him. Power header. Um, unbelievable. Just a great goal. Uh, but I, th- I thought the game really changed when uh, we made the next substitution in the 85th minute when we brought in uh, Gustafsson for Acuna. And almost immediately, he gives up a goal. I mean, yeah. maybe not exactly his total fault there because he was tracking a different dude, but... Um, just seems like he's really weak on that left side when it comes in, and we saw it in the in the Madrid game big time, and and again here, uh, almost immediately when he comes on, they score um, their second goal, and that was on a counter, um, but yeah. still, like that was kind of tough too because we had a chance on the other end, um, yeah. yeah. Chino Campos and Tegatito, and Tegatito looking for Rafa Mir at the far post, but that was blocked then they go right down the other way um our guys out of position um i think motiel kind of struggles sometimes when he comes in in the second half to replace navas um i remember one of his first few games he was he struggled as well and that early yellow didn't really help his case um i really enjoyed his energy when he came on though him and delaney it kind of got us back into the game it's just uh, we couldn't sustain that, and it was just still a little bit disjointed. Um, but um, I want to ask you guys, what do you guys think of the uh, Jordan-Rakitic um, partnership? 
Um, I guess recently, I guess I noticed this more in the Barcelona game where Rakitic kind of tends to sit deeper now. Um, and Shordan has a little bit more freedom. I kind of prefer it that way because Rakitic um, obviously lacks some pace, right? So I don't want him up there with the forwards as much. Um, but I, I kind of like that dynamic better with Rakitic, the more withdrawn midfielder. So it kind of... And I guess the pace of passing was kind of faster this time around the box, which kind of helped us uh, generate those chances. Um, and like you said, Papu being there, even though he didn't, it wasn't his greatest game, I guess his presence alone just helped keep that up. Seemed like we had more players in the box this time too, or at least right yeah. around the box. Um, that was a, a welcome sight, at least early on in the game. Maybe it kind of waned away later, but... Early mm. on in the game, I thought you saw at least uh, Jordan up there a couple times, and um, and then later Delaney too getting getting forward as well. So yeah, I I agree with you. I, I do kind of like Rakitic. I think Rakitic probably has a more eye for goal, um, mm. so I would I would prefer him to be there. But if he's up, he can't track back. So. You have to make, you pick your moments. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Our midfield is not strong enough to allow him to to play up that far all the time. We, we don't have the other players to pick up that slack. If we Especially without Fernando. Yeah, without if Fernando, we do get caught on a counter, yeah. then then it's it's tough. But but no idea. Like I agree. Like it's a lot better with the two of them in this more modified like Rakitic playing back and Jordan taking taking the front um, than it was at the beginning of the year. At the beginning of the year, I was ready to just, you know, burn down our entire midfield and and uh, I, start I still kind of do. But... Yeah. Um, but, yeah, me too. But seeing the last couple of weeks, though, it's like, okay, like, there's there's enough to see here that that's, we, we obviously, we need to make signings this summer that, that bolster our midfield but we have been getting a lot better play out of the midfield over the last couple of of weeks um and we've seen a lot of you know what could have happened had we been able to play with a consistent more or less starting 11 um for the entire year and just get the consistency there but i don't know i i hope we have i hope we have a a off season that bolsters the midfield, similar to what we did with the defense this year. When we, we brought in Montiel, we brought in, um, um, I guess it's in for better or worse, but we <laughs> spent money on it. Like it's like, and we brought in a lot for the, for the midfield. Um, we, we brought in, um, well, I guess we didn't bring in Papu. Papu was last year, um, but we brought in Delaney. Um, and, but I I feel like we need to get we need to hit on like a Montiel type for the midfield and Montiel right. can play that midfield position, but he seems to have found a home for himself on that that like right back um, with the basically Jesus Navas replacement whenever he decides to hang it up. So I don't know. Like I f- I feel like we need to hit well on some some true midfield players um i mean and because even like tecatito like he's technically a midfield player but that's not really the role that we have him in for like what we need him to play 
like we, we really need him to play like a forward mm-hmm. uh, even though he might line up in the midfield he's not just going to hang out in the middle of the field so we need to we need to do that we need to get some kind of identity in the mid yeah. or Much a different it. identity a different identity in the mid we have an identity and that's probably not the best identity to have <laughs> slow True. we need speed <laughs> we need some speed in the midfield but um, i don't want to give up on rakitic i like i like having him play on our team i think he brings a lot to the locker room as well um, yeah. there's a reason why he wears the captain's armband more often than not when novice is not on the pitch mm. and oh, yeah. he is he is basically our go-to penalty st- uh, taker like it's and yeah. i think he's only what let us down once in the last two years since then i mean that would it hurts when it happens but it doesn't happen often um so it's yeah i i don't know like i could talk yeah. for for hours about the midfield but it's yeah well we'll cycle back on that one it's it'll be tough because i don't know yeah. who i want to to leave out of that but decisions exactly. have to be made so uh pretty much that's the game right i mean what did you guys think like 87th minute uh, when they scored did you think we were going to get the win did you think it was going to finish 2-3 or did you well they almost I... scored immediately after they scored the second goal too <laughs> like we almost I... gave it like it was within minutes it was all, like it was just like that i'm like oh my gosh we're looking at a tie and then we we settled we settled down from them like we we were able to gather like we we stopped the onslaught and we were able to kind of piddle out the last we had a little um, bit of possession there but um, this game could have went. This could game could have went anywhere. Four two yeah. Sevilla could have been five two Sevilla. It could have been Four, three three. Sevilla, yeah, I mean this game is so weird. It was a weird weird match. Uh, that save on the Rafa Mir header was unbelievable. Mm, yeah, I mean just a really good save there. Um, so, but I mean, Sevilla comes out of it, uh, get the points, much needed points, especially with the other results from the weekend. Uh, 13 shots uh, total, six on target, 54% of the possession was for Sevilla. Uh, congratulations to Bono for his one, 100th start, or sorry, 100th appearance for Sevilla uh, in the Sevilla colors. So, mm. congratulations to Bono. Also, uh, we mentioned this on this weird little podcast we did earlier, but uh, uh, congratulations on Bono's contract extension, which is probably mm. the best news uh, that we've had in some time. Uh, 2025, I think the contract goes through. Uh, Bono will be 34 years old if he's here mm. throughout that contract. Uh, just really good to lock him up. And um, I'm assuming there's a huge buyout clause in that. Uh, it hasn't been announced, but it, I can only imagine that it's, it's a, a massive clause, uh, probably second but highest, maybe third highest in La Liga, uh, and it should be. I mean, he's been really good. Still there for the Zamora Trophy, but we can't continue to give up two goals uh, for the next, uh, what, six matches here, So, or five matches now. Sorry, geez. Five matches. Season's coming to, to a close pretty quickly. Uh, speaking of those five matches, we've got uh, Gaddis coming up Friday, another Friday game. Uh, so we'll have our Saturdays, Saturdays and Sundays free for watching other soccer probably. But um, Gaddis, uh, that's a home match. And um, Gaddis, of course, is sitting in 17th place in the league on 31 points. 
only one above Granada, who sits in 18th. So right there in the mix of uh, relegation battle. And <laughs> it's going to be a tough one, guys. A, a, another Andalusia Derby, uh, a, yeah. a team that's going to be uh, a team that won recently at um, – who did they knock off? Uh, Real Madrid recently, right? Barcelona. Barcelona. Uh, Barcelona, that's right. Sorry, Barcelona. Uh, tough match. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, they showed us how to do it at the Camp Nou, something we couldn't do. Um, and seeing Barcelona drop another game at home, and it's like, okay, well, how come we couldn't do this, right? Um, <laughs> right. Maybe they're playing down to competition as well. But um, uh, it's that time of the season. These team, these aren't small teams anymore. Um so this is this is going to be a tough match. And Cadiz always plays well against the big teams. Um, I'm not sure what the record is, but it's a fairly good record against the, the big three, big four. Um, but, I mean, I, I trust in this team to to carry, uh, carry out the win. Um, I know because we have never seen this, it won't be easy till the very end. I just i am confident we're going to win this. It's just the circumstances. I just know we're going to suffer again. Some some way somehow, no matter how good it looks, for some reason we're gonna find a way to suffer. But um, I'm fairly confident. Not only that game, but the rest of the games this season, um, I'm confident we could win out. Um, it just it just matters. On, it, it depends on us. I mean, these other teams are good, but we have it in ourselves to to win all these matches. Yeah, that the first match with Cadiz was a little. A little tight. Uh, Sevilla pulled out the win, one nothing. Um, trying to remember who scored a goal there. Oh, that was Acampos in the 58th. Uh, Acampos scored that. That was uh, we were without um, Kunde for that match. Um, I, I don't know if that was when he was suspended or what, but it was a Gudeli Diego Carlos um, center back pairing there. So. Uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, we also started um, Devon Romero in that game. <laughs> so he got uh, a lot of playing time earlier this year. Yeah. So, yeah. so different, different Sevilla in this game, definitely. And um, let's definitely see how that's going to work. You know, our old boy Negredo is over there still banging in goals. So we'll see how uh, that Rafa, works out. Rafa Mir suspended. Uh, got his fifth yeah. yellow. Um, we know Marcial might still be out. We don't, we don't, obviously we don't know anything about the injury, right? They never said nothing as usual. Yeah. Um, so, and, and Tim mentioned, uh, we still have Munir. I, I thought we only had Enesity to depend on, but, um, I think Munir should, shouldn't get the start. We haven't seen him in a fair bit of time. Um, <clears throat> yeah, but he's, he's just been... as active, right? So, yeah. He has yeah. a better first touch, if you ask me. So it, it couldn't hurt to start him. He's got a better second touch and last touch <laughs> than most of the season in the series as well. Like, yeah, he hasn't scored 20 goals in a season. So, well, in the gonna... series, not doing that this season either, unless he just really lights it up over the last five games, which I wouldn't <laughs> be opposed to. <laughs> Make me eat my words. Let's just, like, yeah. I've been pretty harsh on him all, all season. Make me eat my words. Like, let him win. Let, let him win the uh, the scoring title this year in the last five games. So with Barcelona dropping points and Atletico dropping points, 
Sevilla sits still tied for second with Barcelona. They they hold the tiebreaker and the goal differential. So we need them to drop some more points and for Sevilla to keep winning. Uh, Sevilla's got caddies up, uh, Villarreal away, Mallorca uh, back at home. Then we travel to Madrid. And then we finish up the season back at the Ramon Sanchez Pichuan with uh, Atletico, uh, or sorry, with Athletic Club Bilbao. So, um, Steve, you did some math for us, man. What do we got to do to finish in those Champions League positions? We need to win three of our next games. We need to win three of those. Um, Right now, if Betis, and this is a big if, obviously, um, but if they win out, um, they will be at 72 points on the on the year. And we are currently at 63. So we need to make up nine points from that. And we can do that with three three victories. Um, I think Eddie's right. Like, we have the potential to win every one of these games. Um, so um, if, if Betty just doesn't slip up and they win everything, uh, we need to win three of those games. Obviously, that number goes down if the teams below us lose. But we can't we can't count on that at any given time. Um we currently like I, I did a bunch more math here, but we currently can't finish any lower than than eighth. Which, if we finish eighth, I'm gonna riot and <laughs> burn the entire place down. Um, but mathematically, we can't we can't finish any lower than eighth. And if we draw a single game of the last five, we will finish no lower than seventh. So, in order mm-hmm. to get into the European and and make sure that we, I mean, albeit it'll be Conference League at that point, <laughs> we will be able to we will be able to play in European competition next year if we draw one more game. Um, that's not to say that I think that, that should be our goal, but um, it's good to know that at least we will be, I, knock on wood, we will be playing in some kind of European competition next year, um, which is is always good to get that exposure and the extra influx of cash, even though Conference League and Europa League are admittedly a lot lower than Champions League. It's still something. Um and then you get sixth and seventh place with Real Sociedad and Villarreal there. Um, in order to finish higher than than Real Sociedad, we, we two wins and two draws will do that. Um, we don't hold the head to head over them because we tied both of those matches zero zero. Um, but we have a considerably higher point differential than them, so I'm not too worried about finishing level with them in points. Um, but Villarreal is actually um, the one that had the most complicated math it's the seventh seventh place right now we are currently 11 points higher than them um but we also play them once more this year so if we lose to them it becomes a lot more difficult well it becomes more difficult not a lot more difficult Um, but if we beat them we qualify higher than them basically so um things are looking good things are looking good a month ago i was not as confident that we finished top four than i am now but Winning, when you look at it, you can see that there are Betis is six points behind us right now. And that seems scary. But the fact that we only have five more games and Betis is also playing a lot of the harder teams as well. Um, we've got, yeah, if we, if we can win three, we're in. And that's, yeah. they that's still all got, she wrote. They still got Real Madrid and Barcelona to play. Yep. Um, so, yeah, like win three. Like we have three pick, matches. Yeah, you can pick your, yeah, you can pick your three there. And then go from there. And if Betis and Real Sociedad drop anything, it becomes immensely easier. Um, we are mathematically eliminated from first place. Um, if Real Madrid loses everything and we win everything, we will be tied at uh, at 78. But um, they own the head-to-head matchup 
against us. So the highest we can we can finish is second, and that is very attainable with uh, Barcelona dropping points these last two games. We are tied with them right now. They hold the they hold the um, the tiebreaker, but um, anything can happen in these five games. And Barcelona has a tendency this year to drop points when you don't think they're going to. So um, second place is is well within our grasp right now. Um, That's where we got to finish. We need to finish yep. there. We. we just so we can go to the Supercopa and just royally <laughs> screw PK in the backside. Like, be fine. I want that to happen. I just want yeah. him to to have egg on his face and the Saudis to be pissed and nobody come to the games. And maybe yeah. maybe the Spanish Federation will be like, hey, this was stupid. Let's not ever do this again. I don't think you're going to hear them say that. But, you know, we can hope. Um <laughs> the last kind of math thing that I've got here for y'all. Um, if we do win out, we will finish with 78 points, which is will again set a record for us for most points in a in a uh, league year, um, which was set last year at 77. Um, Eddie, you mentioned that it's winnable. We can we can do this. Um, I think it's still going to be difficult for us to do um, to win that. Like. Any okay. one of these games, if we, I mean, we could, we could drop points at any one of these games, and um, they're all tough. Yeah, they're all tough. Like, there's, there's nothing easy. Um, so it's going to be a tall task to do that, but it's within our grasp, and, and we can do that. So um, it'll be exciting to see. <clears throat> it's bittersweet, not, not bittersweet. It just flat out sucks that we're not in it for the title anymore. But there's still a lot more to play for in terms of of where we can finish. Uh, I can't remember the last time we finished second. We talked a little bit about that midweek um, on another podcast that Chris and I and some of the Montreal men, um, old timers, uh, were on. Um, it's been a while since we finished second. I can't remember the last time it was. We finished third a couple of times earlier this century, last decade. Um, but I don't think either of us were born when we finished second. Exactly. Exactly. It's been a long time since we last finished second. Um, and then. Finishing on 78 points, one more than our record, um, that's that's going to be huge. Um, that And Champions League is, like I said, well within our grasp as well. So there's a lot of positives to take from the last five games here, a lot of reasons to watch and, and be engaged and be excited. Um, and I think that, I mean, obviously the team is going to be aware of this as well. Like they know what they're playing for um, and uh, they just got to go out and take it. So hopefully they have the same amount of enthusiasm as and energy about this as we do talking about this on a Sunday night. Um, 78 points. We beat the record from last year. I don't think that changed people's minds on Lopetegui. Um, but... Oh, no. If you don't like Lopetegui, you're still not going to like him. And if you're okay <laughs> with him, then you'll still be okay with him if we don't get that. Um, but yeah, but at least it is what a, it is. At least uh, try to get the most. Yeah. Uh, I know we already screwed up that uh, that position on, on second place. It's out of our hands right now. But um, just just do the most and see what you can get. Um, at least third place would be better than the position last year. But um, we'll, we'll have to see. Um, I'm more confident now because of what I've seen against Levante. Still shaky at times, but I, I'm pretty sure at least it gives some confidence back to the players that they could go out there and get a result. Um, I know against the Real Madrid's of the world, it's it's going to be tough, but uh, still you have to show more than that. But um, I guess I'm fairly more comfortable after that that Levante game. And we've seen a little bit of that with against Granada, so 
Uh, I'm not too worried about Cadiz. It's going to be tough, but I'm not too worried. So you guys are, you know, talking about how you weren't born yet, like calling me old and stuff. And when's the last I, time we I, finished that game? Come on, I, I Chris. I get that, but I, I, I'm not that old. So. That's what you took out of that. Man, what did, they, did you look it up? When was the last time they finished second? I could have made it sound worse if I wanted to pick at your age, but <laughs> 19, ah, 1956 57 season. Yeah, like, come on, second. you weren't born then. Exactly. I was not born then, so I'm not that old. <laughs> Damn, youngins. <laughs> so you're, you're making it seem like you might have remembered that. Like, come on, man. You're back in the day. Back in the day, <laughs> we were rich farm members. Yeah. <laughs> so the, uh, that was what, uh, 10 years after they won the league. So, yeah. Jeez, uh, long time ago. So, just switching gears a little bit, uh, you know, Copa de Rey final was on Saturday. We won't talk about that because anyway. Um, it was but, a more important game than that anyway. It's a more important game. Yeah, yesterday. You know, our, our, the, the, the junior derby there in Sevilla was played. That's right. And Sevilla dominated. I mean. Well, it was a one no win. But they dominated. All the highlights, Sevilla dominated. Like it was. It could have been 4 nothing. I mean, they, there was a lot of opportunities for them to score more. So, uh, goal by uh, Lucimi, Luis me, sorry, Luis me. Damn it, yeah. I'm gonna rank one of these. Days. If he ever makes it to the first team, I'm screwed. Like as a, <laughs> as a regular starter, I'm gonna always screw that up. Luis me scores. Uh, uh, women's still off. They don't play again until May fifth uh, against the Barcelona. most dominating team. That we've ever seen in women's football, Barcelona. Uh, but we're gonna we're gonna take who, care of them. Who won five one in their first leg um, against the German champions? It's like I think that was like the next best team in Europe, and it's like they destroyed them. <laughs> Crazy, unbelievable, um, guys. We did a podcast earlier. Steve mentioned it. Uh, it was in support of the Ukrainian mess that's going on uh, we were raising money to support it was uh 16 hours of live streaming being done from 6 a.m eastern time which was noon spanish time it started then um on that tuesday and went until 3 a.m spanish time i think it was or maybe 4 a.m i don't even remember when yeah. we finished up but we wrapped that up, man. There was some great segments. There was, um, you know, Sidlow and and uh, Phil had their podcast on. Um, some of the old guys, you know, some of your old timers will remember the Revista de La Liga. Those guys had a reunion show that was awesome that had Roberto Martinez on. Our friends at Villarreal USA had a segment. Uh, there was some Spanish Segunda talk. There was our, our, our buddies, La Liga Lowdown, had a segment. So really great episode all around. Well, episodes. Um, if you get a chance, go back and re, you know watch some of those. Uh, learn about some of the other great podcasts out there. Uh, but at the end of the day, we were there to raise money for Ukraine. Uh, I think there was a, a goal of a thousand pounds, and we fell a little short of that. So. 
um, on the same link for this podcast when I when I make it, there'll be a link there for you guys to go and donate to the Ukrainian uh, relief fund from I think it's a British Ukrainian um, relief fund is who was sponsoring it. So if you guys can swing a few dollars or pounds or euros or whatever your local currency is there, they'll accept it all. Uh, it would go a long way and uh, helping, you know, this a Spanish community helping the Ukraine. It was really great experience. We had some guys on our podcast, uh, like uh, Steve said, we haven't talked to in a while. Um, Ruben and Ray and, and Ryan and, and Manuel all joined us. So uh, it was a pretty cool, cool uh, thing. And if you kind of like that live streaming format, drop us a note. Let us know if you, you know, kind of like that format, if you guys get a chance to go watch it. And uh, if you want us to see maybe us go to that, that direction in this podcast. But, um, yeah, guys, anything else you want to chat about before we head off um, before our Monday morning business adventures? Yeah, uh, I just do just want to point out um, we did fall short that night, but since then we have made the 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 goal um, over the ah, last cool, couple, cool. Like I the, the, check. Last, nice. the last uh, donations came in about a day ago, and that put us right at what our goal was. So um, that being said, every every little bit helps. Um, yeah, going to, going to a good cause, and even if succeeded. you, uh, yeah, even <laughs> if you if you if you can't um, make any kind of donations. Go back and and watch some of those um, watch some of those uh, uh, videos and those interviews that were going on um, right before us. They had a, a really great segment about um, the women's game, the women's league um, in Spain, and I think for about half of that, about a half hour, it was uh, the head coach of the the Betis women's team doing an interview with with the folks that were there and. Um, some pretty high profile uh guests um that were on throughout the day and it was just a lot of fun to kind of poke in and and watch while i had some availability and put it on in the background at work while i'm getting work done and um just see all of the passion out there that that people have for this league for the bigger teams um for the the lower division teams as well um there's there's so much great content out there and um yeah you the might Malaga just find, guys, the yeah. Malaga guys are on. They still support oh, this team after the yeah, so fun. travesty that happened to them. So yeah, they're so fun, and it's it's always good to to know that we are not in a bubble um, with being Sevilla fans. Like there are English speaking fans of every one of these teams, um, like all around the world, and it's like it's cool to be a part of something bigger uh, in that aspect. And this just goes goes that you can you can go ahead and, and check them out um chris said he'll he'll throw the link um to view that as well it's it's just hosted right on youtube now so you'll be able to catch it there um but yeah it's uh it was it was a pleasure to be involved and um get to catch up with some of the guys that paved the way for manchi's men over the last decade or so yeah eddie any final thoughts there buddy um you mentioned about us not being in a bubble and in, in terms of being Sevilla fans. I'm still in my Suso Nation bubble. Um, <laughs> he has Back returned training. to training. Training, Suso! Um, hey, I'm, I'll be happy to see him. Um, but uh, just one more player to get back. I guess that's, that's positive news seeing the uh, the season we had. But um, uh, good to have Suso back. 
even though some might not want to, but great to have Susu back. It'd be awesome to go into that final match with uh, Bibao with second place wrapped up, that game not meaning anything, and we can throw Susu on for a few minutes to get, you know, just to see him before the season ends and, and maybe get to see some of the young guys uh, performing as well. It would be really cool to see that. I don't know if we get there, but it would be really cool to, to not have that pressure of, you know, Whatever happens, it, it happens. He's a he's a Cadiz kid, so it would have been nice to have him against uh, it's his hometown in this game, but um, might be too early. Maybe he would be. Maybe he is available. We don't have that information. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. We like to give you a lot of like a hard time about being such a, a Suso fan over here, Eddie. But at this point, just bring everybody back. Like like we've had such a devastating year and for a lot of reasons and hmm. um if anybody has a chance to shine over the last five games give it to them and let them run with it and see what can happen all right we're gonna win the first of five against uh Cadiz. and yeah just four more after that um when is the game the, the following week is it a midweek game or is that another weekend game I think that's a weekend game, and then the one after that is yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it's Sunday against Villarreal, who okay. will be playing after their Champions League match. Hmm. Uh, so we'll catch them on that after the Champions League match, and then we play Mallorca midweek. I think it's a Wednesday match against okay. Mallorca. So I mean, we got Cadiz, and then we've got got eight days, eight days of rest before we have to hmm. play against Villarreal. So that's or nine days. So that's it's uh, pretty good. Hopefully, we can come out guns blazing there. <laughs> extra time. Let's go. Let's hope Villarreal goes to extra time. Well, I mean, hey, the last, it didn't the last Champions it didn't League team we played. Yeah, say <laughs> it that, it didn't matter against Real Madrid. So oh. whatever. Uh, man, I would love to see those guys win. That would be awesome. Yeah, be really good. But anyway. All right, fellas, it's been fun as always. Uh, if you like what you're listening to, always head over to Monty's Men on the forums. Even if you don't like what you're listening to, come over to the Monty's Men forums and tell us how much you hate it. Uh, we would love to see that feedback as well. So um, appreciate all you guys listening as always. Uh, share, subscribe, link, whatever. I don't know how that stuff works, but uh, we would appreciate it. Any sharing that can happen out there. Uh, until next week, fellas, vamos misa via. Vamos campeón. Nunca te rindas. Va a ser el Croati Van Rakiri quien saque en el último. Vaya giro de cuello, vaya remate espectacular de Lucas Ocampos, que terminó con un paradón de Cárdenas, que ya le hizo luego otro paradón a Rafa Mira. Ahí está el balón.
sabe 